Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. A travel delay can cost you more than just time. Learn why 70 million American travelers protect their trips with Allianz Travel Insurance. Get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. A hotter-than-expected inflation report put a stop to a record-setting rally on Wall Street today. The Dow ended the day down more than 500 points. As NPR's David Gurr explains, the latest consumer price index was up by three-tenths of a percent from December to January. Wall Street had adjusted its expectations that the Federal Reserve would be comfortable enough with the progress it's made fighting high inflation to lower rates in March. But the signs were pointing in the right direction. Investors felt confident there would be rate cuts soon. But the latest economic data suggests that delay could last longer. The consumer price index was up 3.1 percent on an annual basis. Stocks slid, and there was a sell-off in bonds. Alphabet, Google's parent company, closed down 1.6 percent. Microsoft and Amazon ended the day down 2.1 percent. David Gura, NPR News, New York. Looking at the numbers, the Dow fell 524 points. The Nasdaq dropped 286 points. The S&P was down 68 points today. It is Election Day in New York's 3rd Congressional District as voters there decide who should replace expelled Congressman George Santos. Desiree DiOrio from member station WSHU reports a blast of heavy snow this morning. Could dampen turnout, though. In a race that hinges on voter turnout, the western suburbs of New York City woke up to some bitter winter weather this morning. Some parts of the 3rd Congressional District got almost five inches of snow. That could hamper turnout in the tight race between Republican Mozzie Pillip and Democrat Tom Suozzi. The special election to replace George Santos has gained national attention as a bellwether of how this November's elections could reshape the political landscape. If Pillip loses, the thin Republican majority in the House shrinks even further. The House voted last year to expel George Santos over ethical and campaign finance violations. The polls close at 9 p.m. Eastern. For NPR News, I'm Desiree DiOrio on Long Island. And the National Weather Service is reporting today that coastal storm dumped as much as 15 inches of snow on some areas north of New York City and also resulted in more than 1,000 flight cancellations. Storm closed schools in Boston, though a shift in the system sent more snow to the southern part of the state. New York City schools switched to remote learning. Areas in Connecticut and Sussex, New Jersey, saw more than a foot of snow. Over 130,000 homes and businesses were without power at one point in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and West Virginia. After failing to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, it now appears House Republicans will try again. However, it's not clear a second attempt will be any more successful. The vote scheduled for tonight is expected to be tight. After a setback last week, Republicans are trying to make good on their priorities as they criticize the Biden administration's handling of the record number of migrants who have been appearing at the U.S.-Mexico border. You're listening to NPR. Funeral services for one of three Army Reserve soldiers killed last month in a drone strike on a U.S. base in Jordan took place today. Julian Virgin from member station WABE in Atlanta has more. Loved ones and military colleagues gathered at a church about an hour west of Atlanta to say goodbye to 46-year-old Staff Sergeant William Jerome Rivers. He served in uniform for more than a decade and was buried at the Georgia National Cemetery for military veterans. A January 28th drone strike on a U.S. military outpost in Jordan killed Rivers, as well as 24-year-old Sergeant Kennedy Sanders and 23-year-old Sergeant Brianna Moffitt. 
The three were based at Fort Moore in West Georgia. Sanders and Moffitt received posthumous promotions. Services for both are set for Saturday. For NPR News, I'm Julian Virgin. Union flight attendants across the country are holding rallies at airports today to protest the lack of new contracts and call for pay increases. Flight attendants from the major U.S. airlines are part of the push for improved wages, though the actions are not being billed as strikes since federal law makes that difficult on the part of airline unions. The attendants are unhappy over the fact pilots in many cases won substantial wage increases last year, while they continue to see no increases in their pay. Protests have been organized by three unions that represent cabin crews at American, United, Southwest, and several smaller carriers. Crude oil futures prices closed higher today. Oil up 95 cents a barrel to settle at 77.87 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. Imagine growing a business with high-quality leads fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.